Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is that? What? The song you were humming. Oh, um... What's it called? Ah, it escapes me now. It's familiar. To you, even? Yes. Odd. Why is that odd? Oh, aside from the obvious reasons, you mean. The obvious reasons? John. I was in the hospital for a month while you lay in a coma. Do you not remember? I could have heard it on the radio. Yes, only... You've mentioned you recognized it before then. Did I? Yes, it was just after we met. But that's the obvious reason. Yes. So what was the aside from? Well, I don't know. I I was a bit... Maybe concerned that you'd become forgetful as of late. Forgetful? No, it's... It's silly. A subconscious fear that surfaced during a night of restless sleep. Look, you just recalled something I had nearly forgotten. I'm being obtuse. Ignore me. Subconscious fear? Yes. It's foolish. Look. Seems like the rain has let up. Yes. No sign of the community center. But what was it called again? Say, Jean-Baptiste. Yes. Oscar, I, uh... I suppose he's a priest of sorts. Who does special services for those not able to make regular church-going hours. Yes, it's reasonable. Probably quite common in a populated area such as this. They want to cast a wide net. They? You know, the, the church. Many sick and otherwise maybe unable to make the early morning Sunday services. I suppose there's no need to be coy with Oscar when we arrive. Might as well come right out with it, right? 
I suppose so. Although... Hmm? Well... Oftentimes I would let my potential lead or, or witness lie a little bit before revealing my knowledge. Why? Well, you get a good sense of how well they can lie. It's like learning to read a bluff. It can help if they try to lie again. I see. For example, if we ask him if he knows Marie, uh, he would most likely, given their relationship, attempt to distance himself from her. And since we know he just saw her this morning, it'll be a good measure of, of how well he lies and for what reasons. Exactly. Fair. Well then, we'll let him lead the conversation. Yes. And we reveal what we know after. Yes. Trapping him a little bit. Then there's a small power dynamic switch. You know, we've revealed that we know he's lied. That <laughs> makes it more difficult for him to do it again, or at least he'll think about doing it again. Because he knows that he was caught. Interesting. Then, hopefully, he shares all he knows with us. You know, because he trusts us. And if he doesn't? Well, then we can bluff. Make it seem like it could be worse for him than it already is. Lie about other people being involved. Things of that nature. Right. Or we could try to intimidate him. But that was more Parker's route, though. Intimidate? Well, you know. Physically. You mean hit him? Sometimes, yes. Scare him a little bit. Sometimes Parker would hit a wall or break an object. Or, yes, sometimes smack him around a little bit. Well. I'm, I'm getting off topic. Look, this won't be the case. He'll know we're here for Marie, and most likely he'll want to help. I think he wants to be rid of this. Time to find out. We're here. St. John Baptiste Community Center. Huh. Then let's find this Oscar. It's a large dining hall. Tables with empty seats, mostly. Save a few here and there. I can smell the food. There are a few people drinking out of bowls. It's a soup kitchen. A soup kitchen? Yes, it's a, a concept that came over with the Irish after the Great Famine. It's just a way to help feed the poor. The church must be helping out in whatever way it can. It seems like it. I wonder if we can find Oscar in this, though. Do you see any clergy? Anyone wearing a priestly garb? No, mainly just women spooning out the soup. The line isn't very long, either. Looks as though they've maybe just opened. Hmm. What about a back room? Uh, or maybe a hallway leading off? One to the right of a small stage, yes. Okay. Maybe there's an office or someplace he'd be. Assuming he runs this place, let's head there. Here. Brilliant. It's a dimly lit hallway with a flickering light at one end. There are a number of rooms leading to both the left and the right, and a door at the end. Well, a bit of trial and error, I suppose. Kitchen. Okay. Closet. Right. Storage. Well, what's the difference between a closet and a storage? The first had clothes. Fine. 
office. Hello? And our man. Oh, can I help you? Hello. Sorry. You must be Oscar. Yes, and you? My name is Parker. How can I help you, Parker? Yes, I, I wanted to speak with you privately. Uh, this, this is quite the place you have here. Through the church. <clears throat> Sadly, not as busy as we'd hoped out there. No? I'm sure you've noticed. It's unseasonably warm for this time of year. Yes, the rain. Should be piles of snow. Though I'm happy for the warmer weather, as I know a lot of the less fortunate are as well. Well, you do what you can. Yes, of course. And what is it you do? Parker, what's it? Yes. I'm a private investigator. Well... The colour just drained from his face. I'm not entirely sure what I can help with. I, I don't have any information of that's what you're interested in. I, I haven't said what subject I may be inquiring about yet. Have I? No, no. But, but I... There's a great deal of things that I... There's no reason to be nervous, Oscar. I'm here in a friendly capacity. Worry not. Right. He does not look relaxed. Do you know uh, Marie? Marie? That, no, that name doesn't sound too familiar. He's lying! There's many people in our, in our flock. Thousands on certain days. <clears throat> He's lying! Maybe I'm wrong then. I, I thought you were the Oscar she told me about. Oh. Oh, Marie. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, I usually address her as Miss Pilon, so... Yes, quite. Well, she's asked me to touch base with you, actually, in finding her sister. Of course, of course. I, I told her I'd, I'd help her, but uh, I've not done much yet. You have a photo, I believe. Yes, take it. It's yours. Here. We need to find out more about Scratch, I, about I, this whole situation. So you're helping Marie, then, and uh, I hope you find her. I do. I, I haven't even begun, so I'm afraid I'm, I'm not much help. Uh, so if you'd, if you'd excuse me, I'd, I'd appreciate Oscar, it. Oscar, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love a little more information. Not just about Marie's sister, but about the thing that seems to inhabit her. He's frozen. I... I have no idea what you're referring to. Is that so? Yes. He's not playing ball, Arthur. What, what should we do? Did you want to bluff him? Or, or like you mentioned, uh, intimidate? Which? Look, Oscar. Marie told me everything. What do you mean? She told me about her husband, Oscar. She told me about his death. What? Why? She told me about how you helped her cover it up. No. Yes, Arthur. Bluff! How you aided her in a crime. I've never heard She that. told me more than you realize, Oscar. I don't know... But you didn't think it through, Oscar. There are more pieces to this now. More threads that you've forgotten about. I am not speaking. Marie, Oscar. She's run out of options. She's turned to me. And next? Maybe the police. The police? She'd be mad to... Mad to tell the police she's killed her husband? Of course. Of course, of course. But will she say she killed her husband? What? Who would they believe more? A trusted, matronly landlord? Or a priest with a drinking problem? She would never... What? Murder her husband? Tell another soul about it? Because I'm here before you disproving both of those fallacies. You have him. What do you want? To help Oscar. I'm not here to make things more difficult, despite what you may think. 
I'm here to make things easier. All of what you just said- Need never be the case if we find Hattie. You're a real investigator. You're damn straight. From around here? Arkham. Huh. Now, help me. Tell me what you know about Scratch. How did you learn that name? So he did use that name. He didn't get it from your subconscious, Arthur. Look, I've seen my fair share of... oddities. Not like this. Not like him. Okay, okay. Let's start from the beginning. Where did you first meet him? Meet him? You make it sound like a chance encounter. He's... he's waiting for people. Waiting for anyone. Okay, okay. Tell me. I knew Marie through the church. She was a sweet woman. Her husband was a good man as well. But soon she stopped showing up with him. She seemed more and more distraught over time. More and more put out. Eventually I asked about her. Asked about her husband. Asked if I could help. A decision I will forever regret. And? And she brought me home and showed me her husband. At the time I was convinced he was possessed by some demonic spirit. I even tried bringing it up in the church, have someone exorcise the demon, but every time I tried to act on it, he would wake up completely normal. Wake up? He was sleeping? I only when he was sleeping. Did he remember? Uh, what was he like when he was asleep? When he was asleep, the Mr. Scratch would take over. Marie ended up tying him to the bed in the attic, keep him from wandering. But Scratch wanted out. More and more he wanted out. So you met him through the husband? No. It was during one of those times I was there trying to help, trying to cast the demon out that I fell asleep. I was plagued by dreams, but they weren't dreams, visions almost, of my past, of my regret. Yes, mistakes. And he spoke to me and I saw him. And when you woke? He was still there, still speaking to me through her husband. So what happened? She called me one day in a tizzy when I arrived. She had killed him. Driven a knife through his chest as he lay tied up in the bed in the attic. Jesus. I Ask about the dust. Uh, when Marie showed me around, I noticed dust by the door. I For some reason, Scratch cannot pass dust. Right. Do you know anything about the history of the house? No. No. Why? Did Scratch say anything about how old he was, or...? No. Okay, well... Look. We're working together on this now, right? I suppose so. Right, I need your help, then. I'm going to find Hattie, but I need... I need to investigate exactly what this creature is. You believe me? Just like that? Like I said, I've been around. Apparently. I need you to find out everything you can about that house. Who lived there previous? How long? Where they are now, or, or are there any living relatives? Can you do that for me? I suppose so. Yes, I think I can. Brilliant. Hatties. We'll look, but until we know what Scratch is, it'll be like finding a needle in a haystack. 
before she would just wake up and come home, but... We'll hope, but Scratch is the key to this. To ending this. Proper. Right, right. Thank you, mister. Um, just, just Parker. I'll look into that. And anything else that comes to mind too, okay? Right, and where should I reach you or when I... Oh, uh, telephone me at, um, uh, Marie's, I suppose. At Marie's? Yes, or, um... Or? Actually, do you have a phone book? Yes, yes, here. Who are we looking for? Daniel Saltzman. Saltzman? Is that who... <laughs> yeah. Yes, just finding an address and, and, and number. S, then, yeah? Right. Here. <laughs> One more. There. Found it. East 81st and Park Avenue. Yeah, call me here at, at, at this number. If I'm not at Maurice. Right. And think on what you know. We'll need everything. Thank you, Parker. And I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll see myself out. Talk to you soon. Well, that should help with uncovering the purpose of that room. We'll have to look at the book, too. I'm sure it'll have answers as well. Yes, but we'll do so at Daniel's, I think. I've put that off long enough. Is that the Daniel from the phone book? What? Yes. Why are we heading there? Why? Yes. John the Freemasons. Yes. My father-in-law, Daniel. What about him? You... you just asked... Drop it over! What has gotten into you? Nothing. Daniel. Daniel, yes. Your father-in-law. We need to speak with him. And you need to stop dodging it and face him. I... no, I agree. Right. Well... John, I'm getting worried. Don't. I thought you meant... I was thinking about the investigation at the same time, Arthur. You need to stop talking sometimes and let me think. Okay, okay. Which way is north? This way. Taxi! (coughs) Corner of 81st and Park Avenue, please. How did you know we had a drinking problem? Oh, I I could smell it. I hope he's trustworthy. Well, prohibition is over. It's not unusual to be excited about drinking again, just maybe not so early in the afternoon. I knew what you were talking about. Okay. You seemed frustrated. It's difficult to be focused on so many things. How do you manage? I don't know. Practice, I suppose. Hmm. So what are you going to say to him? Daniel, I mean. Well, at the very least, I need to try being cordial to him. There's no need to... It's no use to try and hide what we need. Our relationship is fractured, to say the least. Why? Many reasons. Many reasons. Name one. Just one. Um, 
Well, he thought his daughter was too good for me. Was she? Probably. Definitely. How so? She... Well, we, we met in school. She had aspirations. She met me, and she had, um... Less interest in them. Why? I don't know. She started sewing, became a seamstress after we had gotten together, and I, I think her father thought that I brought her down to that, that I somehow extinguished the passion she had for higher education and a more noble pursuit. Did you? Not purposefully. I don't know. I, I don't think so. So why are you so nervous to speak with him? Because I am a bad son-in-law, in every sense of the word, and in every way I've... I failed him. I lost him his daughter, his grandchild, his his life, and possibly a great deal of his purpose in this world. Are those his words or yours? Mine. Well, we're here. What? Already? Mm-hmm. Right, right. I suppose it wasn't far at all. Fifty-four cents. Here. It's somewhere this way. Right. Well, perhaps this isn't such... You know, we could find a cafe near... Here. That close, of course. Um. Okay. Okay. Wait. What? Look, it wasn't just all that. It wasn't just that I was a bad son-in-law. I... I tried to leave Bella. Before she gave birth. Before she... Died. Leave her? Yes. This was years ago, no? Yes, but... I've recently been thinking about it, and... I don't know if I can face him again, remembering that. Why did you want to leave her? It felt wrong, John. She was an amazing woman. I, I loved her. She was attractive and, and kind, and... On all levels, we worked, but... She wasn't the right woman for me, I... I don't understand. I don't know if I did either. I... I supposed it all just... fell into place without me realizing the relationship, the child, the marriage... if you can call it that, I... You didn't love her. She deserved someone to love, and she chose me. And... so I played the part until I couldn't anymore. I, I admitted it to a friend... remember I told you this morning about James out of Boston... I, when I woke up from my nightmare this morning, it was all... Yes, of course. Okay, okay. Yes, you remember. I... I just... He was the one who tried to talk some sense into me. Are you going to tell Daniel this? No. God, no. Why? He, he would hate me. And with good reason to. I don't know much about your relationships. Especially of this nature. But you told me this morning that guilt needs to be let go. That it'll weigh you down otherwise. Yes, It but will drown you. You're right, of course. You're right. It's the past, Arthur. Okay. It'll be fine. Right. <clears throat> Doorbell? Or knock? What? Why does it matter? Everything matters. Doorbell or knock? Let's just ring. Do you hear anything? No. Should it be? It sh should be ringing. Arthur! 
Arthur. Oh, hello, D- Daniel. Please, come in. You didn't knock. The, the doorbell didn't tip. I saw you through the window. Right, right. Arthur, he's a large man. Intimidating, almost. His hands are thick. He's wearing a brown tweed suit and sports a rather large mustache. His hair is peppered with gray, though the brown still lingers in spots. He's wearing glasses low on his nose. Come, have a seat. Thank you. He's led us to a small sitting room off to the right of the front door. A kitchen sits at the far end of this room. He's sitting opposite you, Arthur, in a high-back chair near the fireplace which seems to be smoldering. Well, <clears throat> I, uh, I suppose you must be a little, uh, surprised to see me. Surprised? No. Not much surprises me about you, Arthur. Right, well, uh, He seems to be feigning disinterest. I knew at one point you would decide to talk to me again. I just waited patiently. Though I will say, your appearance is quite ragged. It's been a tough time. Hmm. Yes. Seems you've let it win, then. What? Did you seek God? I don't want to be drawn into another theological debate, Daniel. It's been long enough. Whose decision was that? How have you been? Good. I've kept busy. My work with the church is ongoing and fruitful. Helping families, this community, in ways beyond measure. The business as well thrives despite these leaner times. Splendid. I'm glad to hear it, truly. And you? Yes, it's it's going well, as well. In Arkham? Yes, Arkham. Music, still? No, uh, no, actually. Huh. I, I've lost some of the, um, passion for it. Shame. Yes, I, I suppose it was. It is. Ask him about the Freemasons, Arthur. That's why we're here. So, you are home today? Yes. I'm lucky I caught you. Are you? Yes, of course. I, I wanted to speak with you, obviously. Arthur, what's wrong with you? Just ask him. I'm surprised. <sighs> Why? It's an unexpected level of maturity. Right. Well... You're not someone who typically tries. <sighs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? Well... What did you wish to speak with me about? I, I just wanted to catch up. See how you were. Or you've been. Uh, you know... Uh... A phone call would have done as much, Arthur. To come to New York... Finally. What is he implying? Arthur, just ask him about the Freemasons so we can leave. Yes, well, I, I had time away. For... From what? You're not writing music. What are you doing? Nothing, really. Nothing? Hmm. <laughs> Look, Daniel, I... Tea? Y- yes, sure. In the kitchen. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Arthur, what is wrong with you? You don't understand. This man, he has a way to just... Push past it. Stop allowing him to hurt you. What? You're letting him affect you. We're here for a reason. Focus. 
I'm trying. It's difficult. You are stronger than this. Whatever version of you he despises, whatever past mistakes you've made, that's no longer you. You're not the same. He is attacking a ghost of your former self. Do not let him pull you back down. You're right. You're right. Okay. <clears throat> you forgot your tea. Say what you need to say, Daniel. Excuse me? Look, it's only a matter of time. You're winding up to it anyway. Just say what is on your mind. What do you think I have to say, Arthur? Oh, I'm sure you have many things to say about me, my choices, but... I you... have nothing to say. <laughs> there is nothing to say. You and my Bella were married, and she passed. It was terrible and tragic. And we've mourned her, or at least I did. And you moved on. You kept a tight lid on your personal life. I viewed your life from afar the way you insisted, and only entered when you allowed me. You kept my granddaughter away from here, away from me, keeping me at a distance, at arm's length. Unless it were Christmas. You too were so far away, my only connection to my Bella, a distance. Not here, where I could have watched over you too, watched over her. Kept you safe. Kept her safe. That's what it is. That's the truth, you miserable little snob. There was room here for her. I would have kept her safe. Safe from you. You wanted her for yourself. You wanted to replace Falabella. You wanted another daughter and she wasn't yours to take. I wanted what was best for her. And, and what was best for this family. What family? My family. Bella was. Bella despised you, Daniel. She moved to Boston to be away from you, from all of this, from your plans for her. You dragged her away. From what she could have been. She didn't want that! She didn't want your version of her future. She was an artist. She wanted more. And yet she settled for you. Because I was everything you weren't. I cared about her. You are a white-livered weakling. And she even knew it. No, so the gloves are off, are they? Perhaps it's time you knew what she really thought about you. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You are no prize, Arthur Lester. As self-involved as they come. Do you really think she married you for love? What? What kind of circumstances do you think befell her? That I needed to step in and rectify? Are you saying Bella didn't want to marry me? Have you seriously looked at yourself? A musician with minimal talent and dreams of being something great. Selfish and arrogant, and motivated only by his own drive. Oh, she saw what your future brought. She saw the lack of attention, the lack of passion, the disinterest you'd bring to every dinner, every day that didn't involve you, and along with it an empty paycheck. She told you this? Of course she did. And you convinced her otherwise? Of course I did. Why? Why? Because it's right. Right? You- There was a small naive part of me that felt you could be sculpted, changed, you could grow into something of value, something of worth. I saw fleetingly Arthur. <laughs> she didn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> 
She had potential. And she wasted it with you. Yes. I think that's fair to say. (laughs) It was wrong. What was? It was wrong for both of us. I never intended for you to. That's been weighing on me. Yes, I I can imagine. She told you this? When she came to me, after she found out about the pregnancy, even though she despised me, I... She just... She wanted different things, I think. I, I thought... She talked a lot about you raising her. The strict nature, the... God being a focal point. God is not... Yes, yes, but... But that wasn't Bella, Daniel. Have you not had long enough to see? I think of her often. Far too often. I... Could have done more when she was younger. I lost a part of me when her mother passed. She was so young. I became angry. God made that easier. Made that pain bearable, but... I see now that putting that onto her... She talked a lot about how you were before her mother passed. Yes. Yes. I remember it well. It's... Difficult. I know I have the capability for that. Innocent, pure joy. I I remember fondly being her world when she was little. Yet I, perhaps in my age, in my years, I, I can't quite grasp it again. She said you were a very different man after. We're all different before death pays a visit. Why didn't you attend her funeral? I couldn't. I... I just couldn't. It broke my heart. I know you and I were... were never close. I know we've had our differences. But in my ignorance... I had hoped her passing could have brought me something I had not thought possible. What? A son. I'm sorry for that, Daniel. I... I suppose in my anger and frustration and sadness... I also missed the chance at having a father. I thought, if I could keep Faroe here, keep you both here, maybe a part of me could come back. That part Bella remembered so fondly. The part I I did too. That wasn't your decision to make. And yet, you failed. You failed Bella. You failed me. And you failed Faroe. 
Yes. Yes, I did. But life is loss. Huh. You did listen. Sometimes. So she really didn't want to marry me? No. And I know the same is true for you. Arthur. Hmm? What on earth has happened to you? What do you mean? You have an old wound across your neck. You look ragged and your cheek is scarred beneath your eye. What has happened to you? I... It's been difficult these last few weeks, Daniel. I... It appears so. Arthur, don't tell him about me. He wouldn't understand. I've gotten mixed up in something. Is it money you need? No, no, nothing like that. Nothing... A a little more dangerous. Tell me. Well, I suppose the most pertinent information is that recently I found myself outside of Arkham, to the west, a town called Addison. It was a real backwoods place, owned by one prominent family. Larson was the family name, and the patriarch, Wallace, or as he went by, Andrew, he helped me out at first. Offered me a place to stay, but I... I I found out that he had kept a a woman, I believe maybe a townsperson, on his property, against her will. A prisoner? Arthur? Yes, why, I don't know entirely, but... uh, He and his uh, associate were keeping her, and others like her, in in a dungeon of sorts. A dungeon? Yes, I know how this sounds... Believe you me, I'm trying to make this as palatable as possible. <laughs> Regardless, I managed to help many of them who had been trapped, and... The girl? Well, he had her killed after I arrived. Arthur, these are serious allegations. You must go to the police. No, 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 Daniel, listen, I, I can't. Why not? Because you're still wanted in Arkham. Have you thought this through? Arthur, you need to pull back on what you're telling him. Because... Larson is a powerful man, and he, he's connected to a great number of people. He has a place in Arkham, I think, and, and here in New York, there's a society that... A society? Yes. Actually, you're, you're still a Freemason, yes? Of course. What does that have to do with... Uh, have you heard of the Order of the Fallen Star? I don't believe I have. What is it? No, I, I don't know. Look, look, Daniel, everything I'm telling you, it, it must stay between us, I... What exactly are you telling me, Arthur? And what does all of this have to do with the way you're looking? You're losing him. You need to be more grounded. Explain it in a way that will make sense. You can't tell him everything. I'm not... I'm not doing nothing in Arkham. I'm a private investigator. And all of this is because of a case I was working on. Um, Someone hired me to find the the woman that Larson had... Then doubly so, you must go to the police. (sighs) Daniel, that's not how these things work. Trust me. Look, Addison is not like New York. And what are you doing here? Well, the order that Larson belongs to, I'm here to find it. To find out information before going to the police. Um, Because if I do so, then I... His expression has changed, Arthur. You need to reel this in. Quickly. He looks about ready to call the police himself. Look, I'm, I'm not explaining myself very well. I should say not. Arthur, 
Whatever matters you are dealing with are clearly beyond your grasp. You must go to the police and tell them this. I can take you, or do so myself. Daniel, no, listen to me. I... No, listen to me. You are not a police officer, and I struggle to believe this private investigator nonsense. You are a musician, and someone who is clearly at the end of his rope. Take a step back and see where you are. <sighs> this was a bad idea. There's too much. It's too difficult. He doesn't trust us. Exactly. What? You don't trust me. I, I didn't think this through. Why would you? I... Why would I what? Trust me. Why would you trust me? I, I disappeared. I left. I, I left it all behind. I left you behind. I did as little as possible. I, I wanted to think about you as little as possible. I, I wanted to forget this part of my life ever existed. Yet it, it was my life, still. It was the entirety of it. And you can't just run away from that. Arthur. Daniel, I understand why you doubt me. I do. You haven't seen me in a long time. How can you trust what you can't see? I suppose faith, but well, why would you have faith in me? Hmm. He may phone the police on you, Arthur. We need to- Can I show you something? All right. What are you- <laughs> Why are you putting on the mask? Just- What is that? A, a mask. Just- Just wait, I'm trying to see it. The dagger? I forgot we kept that. You gave the larger piece to the people in the mines, but kept the- That- The tendril? You're trying to get it onto the- Arthur! To the left! A little more. There. You're balancing the tendril on the obsidian blade. There's a table to your left. Right here. A little more. I'm putting there. something on the table here. Between us. Is that obsidian? Yes. Yes, it's obsidian. Uh, but there's something on it. I'm balancing something on it. Here. here. There is nothing there. Y yes. Y you can't see it. I know. But... <sighs> this mask... I've had it for a, for a long time now. I want you to look through its eyes, to, to where I said I've put something on the table. What? Look, you don't trust me, and I understand why. And you see nothing there, nothing on the table, correct? There is nothing there. Have you gone just, to... Just wait. I'm, I'm asking you to trust me for one bite of the elephant. <laughs> you don't need to believe me about Larson, or my reasons for being here, or my hesitancy to go to the police just yet. You don't need to believe any of that. You don't even need to believe that there's anything on the table just yet. All I need you to do is to look through the eyes of this mask. This is preposterous. Daniel, please. If you see nothing, I promise you, I will phone the police right now. I promise. Do you? On Faroe's life. Take it. He's taking the mask and holding it to his face. Well? My God. Yes. Arthur, he sees it. I don't know what that means for trust, but you weren't wrong. What on God's earth? Can I touch it? 
Sure. My God. Here, here, hand it back. Here, let me... What was that? Daniel, that, for now, is just... Trust. I need you to believe me, like you just did. There are forces that I'm dealing with that are as unseen and cryptic as that small piece of invisible material that you just saw. Now, I know this is a big ask, and I know everything within you makes it difficult to put your trust in me, but if I can show you things that you previously could not see, please let that be proof that there are things that I am aware of that you are not. There are things I've seen that you cannot. And there are reasons that I am doing things that you cannot understand. For this reason and others like it, you need to trust that I cannot go to the police, that I must find this sect, and that I must have your faith. Very well, Arthur. I do not understand what I have just seen. But for what it's worth, I believe that you are making the right call for whatever circumstances surround you. Thank you, Dad. Oh. The butcher. Right. Um, the last piece of this, perhaps the most important, is that I'm, I'm being hunted right now. I, what? I thought the doorbell didn't work. That is uh, not a doorbell, it's a telephone. Oh. I don't know who would be calling me. We need to make sure that he is aware of our alias. Uh, that we're going by Parker and not Arthur. Do you think he knows Wallace? Well, if there's sure a chance he knows Larson, I needed him to hear the name. There was no one here by that name. Wait, 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 Daniel! Yes? Are they asking for Parker? Yes. Oscar! Damn, it's for me. For you? <laughs> because there is an inherent danger, I'm using an alias, Parker. I, I told this man to call me here. Uh, very well. Here. Thank you, sorry. Why here and not at the hotel? Did you find anything out about the house? Yes. Brilliant. It's got quite the history. I... Yeah. Someone's at the door. Did you tell someone to come here too? Hello? Sorry, I'm just at a, a, a friend's house. Hold on. Daniel, why did you say why not at the hotel? What? Hold, Oscar. What do you mean? You said why not at the hotel. Why? Well, that's why you're here, no? What? Parker. One second, Oscar. A friend of mine saw the name, so I left a message for you at reception to drop by. Figured you wouldn't have my new address. You left me a message. With reception? Or for anyone could have gotten that. Especially- I told you to not. Which is why it was odd that you ran. Daniel, don't answer the door! Why? Arthur! Daniel, get down! Down? Down. Daniel! <gasps> Arthur! He shot through the front door! Jesus Christ! Daniel is covered in blood! Run, Arthur! He's here! Run! <laughs> Jesus Christ, there must be a back door. I go to your left. Through the door. Shut the door, shut the door. This is a small laundry room, Arthur. Block the door, quickly. How? 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 What is there? What is there? Right There's a shelf. Where? Here.
Was Daniel? I think so. Fuck. I'm sorry, Arthur. We need to get out of here. There's a small window above the wash basin. You'll need to climb carefully. There. No. Yes. Here. Climb. He's at the door. He's blown a hole through the door. The debris is keeping it closed, but he's looking through the hole. I can see you. Sorry about the mess. Normally I prefer to use a quieter method. But you already seem to elude me once. So, I had to go with a more scattered approach. Climb, Arthur! Now, don't move. Jump! You're out, Arthur. There's a small shed you're standing on. You can't make it through just yet. You killed him. You killed him, you fool. Arthur. You better start running, Mouse. We can't outrun him. We have to try. He's not going to stop this time. Run! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 